Hi there, welcome again to Let's Talk Tottenham. Uh, a couple of days after the Man United game, which I've now calmed down because I was angry at losing that. Uh, people who are saying that uh, they're happy to draw that because we thought they thought we'd lose. Uh, I don't agree with that at all. You should be looking to win. I honestly thought we could and we threw it away. Uh, so talking about that today in the West Ham game. Uh, so it's slightly back to normal in terms of the podcast, but in, in a slight twist from what's been happening previously. It's talking about the game with uh, Mark Sweeney again, who's back. Uh, anyone who doesn't yet, uh, follow him at, at 1981spur on Twitter. Uh, if you want to ask any questions or comments, uh, tweet at LTalkTottenham. Uh, so without further ado, uh, after the Man United game, let's talk Tottenham. Hi there, Mark. Welcome back. You're coming a semi semi regular on this, <laughs> which yeah. is good. Um, yeah, so we're basically here to talk about the Man United game, uh, a, weir- a weird one after the with no fans there. Um, it's good that uh, the, the one minute silence, I think, and the uh, taking the knee, I think that should stay. Um, but I, I was reading on Twitter after the game that people, some fans, were happy with the draw, which for me is just absolute nonsense. Uh, Anyone who's seen that uh, last dance show with Michael Jordan knows that, like, if you want to be a winner, you have to, uh, you can't be satisfied with anything less. But I, I honestly thought before the game it would be tough that we could win. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. If, if you... I was uh, confident um, that we could get the win, um, I must admit, once I saw the team sheet, I was <laughs> less confident. Yes, let's put it that way. Um, I, I, I had hoped to see Alderweireld in the the centre, so I was a bit sort of, not going to lie, a bit dismayed when I see Dyer at the back. Um, How how do you think he did? I think he did did well, to be Mm. honest with you. Um, I was quite surprised at how well he he did. Mm. Um, You've got the people that that just seem to be negative about everything he does, but I think he had a relatively steady game. and it's one of them things, isn't it, that obviously the manager sees these people in training and knows who's fit, who isn't, who's up for it. And, you know, we, we, we don't see them kind of things. So I find it difficult to criticise managers yeah. and team selections. Yeah, I'm sure Mamidio said something about, about it, but I think the reason he picked those two is because Man United's front three, Martial, Rashford, James, are all quick and out of field, isn't I think he's basically he's picked those two in centre yeah. defence to, to combat that, that pace. But, yeah. I don't know, but Dyer's not, not the quickest either, you know. Um, well, uh, well, I, I've read he's deceptively quick, whether that's true or not. Really? Okay. You know, on that team, teammates thing that's uh, soccer, soccer AM, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he's, yeah. he's deceptively quick, but whether that's true okay. or not, I don't know. But what, what um, do you think of their partnership overall? I, I thought they made one mistake each. Uh, Sanchez with the, the poor header that led to the Rashford chance, good save by Loris and Dyer with a mistake for the penalty, which <laughs> I know you agree disagree that it was a penalty, so we'll get to that a bit later on. But what, what yeah, did I you think of their partnership? I, I thought they did really well together, to be honest with you. I, as I say, I was really surprised um, at how well he actually plays and Dyer. Mm-hmm. Um, with, with, with Sanchez, he always seems to make... Um, the odd error here and there, doesn't he? He gets caught yeah. um, with a ball in the air, but he's done well. And I, I think he, would, he can be a top player. Uh, we just haven't seen enough of it yet. But again, he's still mm. young, isn't he? Yeah, uh, I, he's I, still I, yeah. 
I think he needs to be a partnership with uh, someone who's older and more experienced yeah. and, and kind of regular in that partnership. I think Mourinho has to decide, well, it won't happen in, uh, towards the end of, with this season, it will happen in the summer, what his defensive partnership is, whether it's two of the players that are at the club or he brings people in. But I think he needs to decide what his main partnership is, go with that for the vast majority of games. I, yeah, and I think when Sanchez first came to the club, when when we first signed him, he played a lot. I don't know if you remember, there was an issue with um, Alderweireld. I think he had a bit of falling out with Pochettino, and Sanchez played quite a lot with Vertonghen. And he looked really good. Um, he didn't have all the mistakes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So he did have those mistakes at the start, but yeah, whether whether what that's down to, I, I have no idea. Yeah, no, it could be a lack of confidence or, you know, mm. one too many mistakes. It's, you know, he's, he's, he's lost a bit of that. I don't, we don't know, do we? No. I, I know strikers get it. Jermaine Defoe is a perfect example. He needed to play regularly to keep his confidence up. So maybe defenders kind of have the same kind of thing if they're chopped and changed. Certainly if they make a mistake and it concedes a goal and then they drop the next game, will that dent their confidence, which it could do? But. Mm. But, I mean, you know, great great teams are built on, on great defences, aren't they? You look at all the top Certainly teams. Mourinho team, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that's where he builds from, is the back. Mm. Um, so, you know, hopefully, if he's not... The one thing that I think about Sanchez, um, and again, this is just stuff that you pick up in the media, isn't it? I remember when he was at <laughs> United, and um, they said about the... I remember they played Ajax in the, in the mm. Europa League final, and apparently he targeted told these players to target Sanchez. Um, so whether he rates him or not, I, I, I don't know, to be honest with you, mm. but that was just the, what, what they said at the time and how true that is, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think you mentioned it earlier, he's really young, isn't he? Like, he, he yeah. So he, he's got all the tools to be a great defender. He's big, strong, can head the ball quick. Yeah. Reading the game, maybe that's not quite there yet. Like, my my real real bugbear with him certainly when he started was when the ball went long he let it bounce. Yeah, you don't do that. Yeah, and then he kind of stopped that, and then at the beginning of the season under Pochettino it started creeping back in again. Yeah, which I can't remember him doing that yesterday. To be fair, he looked fairly apart from that awful header to Rashford's chance. I can't remember him making a mistake. He, he made a really good block, I think on Rashford again from Pogba's really good ball. And then, uh, oh, Dyer made a really good. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. I, I think, I think with both of them, a, a fully fit Rashford, and I think Dyer's block was on Martial. They wouldn't have got there, but still, you, you, there were still good blocks to keep keep the concentration there to get the block in. Mm. So I, 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 I think I think it's a potential partnership. Mm. But what I quite liked, and I, I moaned about this on the last episode, was. The midfield don't support the defence enough, which against Man United, I thought we actually looked like a proper team. We didn't look like 11 people just like 11 people at the park who just uh, fancy a game and put in together. We looked like an actual team. I think Sissoko coming back really helps. Adds a bit of steel and um, strength to the midfield. Winks get... What do you think of Winks? Because he gets a lot of flack on Twitter. I have no idea why. I thought he'd done a good job mm. for what he's there to do, which is just get the ball and distribute it um, throughout the film. He, 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 I thought he did okay. Yeah. Um, you always think every single player in our team 
divides opinion, isn't there? There's no. not one player, <laughs> um, maybe apart from Son, I don't see. I don't think Son had a great game, but I never see no. him getting any stick about it. No. Um, whether that's because he, you know, is such a nice bloke and everyone loves him, but you know, he didn't have a good game well, at I've, all. I've, I've seen some people. Some people gave him stick in the Villa game when we won three two because he didn't do much, but right. he, won, he made he scored the winner. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, if that's the case, Arsenal fans should have been having a go at Thierry on me for about two seasons because he did nothing for eight, nine minutes and goes and wins in the game in the 90th minute. Mm. But, yeah, but, I, yeah I, I mean, I thought Wigs did okay. I think mm. um, he done the job that he's probably been told to do, which is just get the ball and, and pass it on. Yeah. I, I think his issue is he's playing in a defensive midfielder role and he's not a defensive midfielder, so his no, instincts aren't to not. stay back. His instincts are to, like you say, get the ball, move forward, Spray it out and, and and build player. I saw some yeah. someone with a penalty saying that it was his fault because he just stood in the middle. It's just <laughs> what would oh, you no, want him? What do you want him to do? Go down and engage Pogba. Pogba. Oh no, I think yeah, I see that. Oh, I think Roy Keane and um, Everett were saying that after the game, weren't they? Wow. Saying that Winks should have should have gone to Pogba. Yeah, but the, if, if you look where Winks was, he he stopped the ball that being able to be played to. There was a guy just outside the penalty I, area. But like, I, 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 but you, we're going to come on to it, aren't we? We're going to come on to the penalty, and I think that yeah, that's why I think it's clever clever play by Pogba because I don't mm. think I think you're right. I think Winks was by standing there was stopping Pogba playing the pass yeah. to the player. And which made the options less for Pogba, which is why, in my opinion, he took the fall. Yeah, and then, you know, that. have you seen by the penalty, like, you know, he's got quick feet, Pogba. All he needs to do is look up. Winks goes, you know, damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. But I, I think, yeah, blaming Winks for that. But, yeah. But yeah. Uh, let's move on to the elephant in the room, the penalty. <laughs> let's get it out of the way. So, <laughs> so you... you uh, for anyone who doesn't know, we, we spoke before this episode. Uh, Mark thinks it wasn't a penalty. I think it was. Uh, so, what, yeah, what are your we, views on that? To, so, for me, um, I don't think it was a penalty. I think it was very. I, I think it was a mistake by Dyer. I do think that he he put his arm on him, but if you look, Pogba touched him first, and I think from, from, it's a very soft penalty. I can see why it's given. I can see why Moss give it, but for me, if he doesn't give that, I always look at it. If he doesn't give it, VAR is not turning the, turning around and giving that. They're also not going to then. They're also not going to overturn it um, because there's enough debate in there to say, well, actually, we have to back the referee. For me, Pogba knew what he was doing. He could see, as you said, Winks was blocking off a, a channel to another player, as he could, but he couldn't play a square ball over to someone, and he took a tumble. Um, and I think a, a more stronger ref would have seen, wouldn't have, wouldn't have fallen for it, basically. I, I, I hope I'm not biased in saying that. Um, <laughs> I, I really do. But I, I try and be level-headed with it. When I, when I see a penalty, I'll say, if it's against Tom, I don't care. I'll say, oh, that's a penalty. You can't moan about it. Why are you mo-? you know, For me, that wasn't a penalty. If we got it, I'd be happy with it. Um, so, so if, yeah. so, so if Pogba was Harry Kane and uh, uh, Dyer was uh, Maguire... Yeah. What would I be would, your view there? I'd still, I still say it's not a penalty. Hmm. I'd be happy that we got I would be happy that we got it. Um but I would still say he's been clever there, Kane. He's he's played for that, he knew what he was doing. I, I think um, the, the penalty he didn't get given against Newcastle earlier in the season, which I think was a dead cert penalty. 
but, yeah, I've but, but Kane has initiated the contact there. He's waiting for the contact to come in because he knows it's coming. I think Pogba knows the contact's coming. And if Dyer doesn't put his arm on his shoulder, on, on his back or, or wherever he pushed him, then I think, yeah, maybe just a tumble. But I think by pushing him, Dyer has made contact there. It's stupid. And, and, and the, the amount of penalties that you see, which are penalties where the striker has initiated the contact, it, it, it's different if uh, Pogba goes and kicks Dyer's uh, foot that's on the floor and then falls over because he's completely initiated the contact there and then simulated that. But I think it was good play from Pogba, quick feet, which maybe you can argue that Dyer shouldn't have uh, allowed him to front up. He should have uh, had him so that the only place Pogba could go was out wide or back. But... I guess you still don't expect him to do that, do you? And we had enough people back in the box. So, really, even though it's risky, Dyer should have just let him play a pass or have a shot or whatever he was going to do. But, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, we could go on this about this for about three hours, but we'll never agree. But <laughs> no, we won't. Not, yeah, exactly. I, I think it was soft. I think it was soft, but I do think it was a penalty because similar to Kane I mean, against Newcastle, right. I think Pogba's in it knows the contact's coming, waiting for the contact, and then whoever, I think it was Lascelles in the Newcastle game, and then Dyer in this one is stupid enough to fall for it and then initiate the contact. So I think it was soft, but I, I do think it's a penalty. But, yeah, I, I do understand what you're saying. But I can see yeah. I can see it both ways, but for me, for me it isn't, because I think he... he... He was always going to go down. Yeah, I, I, I think as well, if you get, I'm not saying you would, but if you got 100 people who didn't think it was a penalty, but then the same thing happens to Kane up the other end, I think a lot of those 100 people would be saying yeah. that Kane's is a definite penalty. And maybe I would as well, to yeah. be honest. I, don't, I try and be... Um, in part, on, on, obviously, I'm not impartial. That's a lie. I just try to <laughs> be honest about things. I just yeah. try to be honest about things that I watch, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I just think it's, it was... Whether it was a penalty or wasn't, Dyer has allowed the referee and then VAR to, yeah, to have to make a decision. I yeah, think if Dyer doesn't touch him and allows Pogba to cross it, shoot, whatever he was going to do. But I'm not sure Pogba really would have done that much until it was too late because I think he knew that the contact was coming because I think as, as soon as he skips past Dyer there, you know Dyer's going to panic because, oh, oh, damn it, I've let him get in the box. But, I have got some good news, though. <laughs> What's that? I've got um, I've got the football on in the background, and Aston Villa oh. just scored against oh. Chelsea. Who scored? Uh, I don't even know. Oh, I, don't you, I just, oh, just okay. It's a long way to go, but like it, it, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because I, I honestly thought we could beat Man United, and I know Roy Keane, Roy Keane in the studio. I, I think he must oh, have been on drugs be a little bit. But saying that uh, De Gea was one of the most overrated keepers in the league in the world. Two years ago, he was the best keeper in the world. Like he's just having a bad run of form. You, you, you don't suddenly say like uh, like Alan Shearer before Euro '96 couldn't score a goal for England. Right. You don't suddenly say he's one of England's most overrated players. He's just having a bad period. It's just when a striker has a bad period, someone else usually turns up and scores the goals. When a goalkeeper has a bad period, there's no hiding there. There's no no one to bail him out. 
Well, that, that, you know, I was really wound up by, by him at the beginning of the game when he was talking about, oh, you know, this is Tottenham's DNA. And yeah. Shut up, Roy. You know, it, it, when you played back in 99 or, you know, 98 when we were 3 0 up and you said, oh, yeah. come on, lads, it's Tottenham. That's a long time ago, Roy. That's a stupid thing to say. Like, change the record, mate, you know? Yeah, Man United are crap as well. Like, don't give it all that, you know, it's just pathetic. And it's just yeah. really sort of. Things change, you know. Man City mm. were a yo-yo team. They're not anymore, you know. Leicester no. won. It's not the same. It's not the same game. <laughs> Get over it. I did think it was quite funny ever laughing at him when a, a son's header that De Gea tipped over and uh, Keane said he should have caught it. I didn't think, oh, no. I didn't think that was quite But he was massively on one. He must have been drunk or something like that because what he was saying was just ridiculous. But there, there was someone on Twitter who was moaning that. Uh, Quite rightly that Keane was being biased, but then I, I basically just said, uh, <laughs> "He can say what he wants as long as we win." I couldn't care less. So I, I was planning to like go back after the game, hoping that we'd won, and go, "Yeah, I agree with you. Keane was not talking nonsense." But obviously, I couldn't do that. But but I just yeah, I was quite biased towards Man United as well. I, I had an argument with one of my friends on Twitter as well with a. Uh, Bergvine's goal was a mistake by De Gea, absolutely, and the defence didn't cover themselves in glory either. But no one mentioned that the good play by him. To, to, it was quite direct. He saw the space there. He's quick. He knows that. He knows. He presumably knows Maguire's not that quick. So he ran into the space and then no one could catch him. And then it was a poor goalkeeping effort. But the, the, the positivity to get into the air, when he got the ball, there was still a lot of work to be done. It, it reminded me a little bit of Owen's goal against Argentina. Not that it was the same kind of level, but Owen had a lot of space, knew he was quick, ran into the space and the defence couldn't catch him. But that one's a masterpiece. Berg Rhymes were just complete errors. And then the, the penalty, it was an error by Dyer, but they just focused on good play by Pogba. Mm. I thought Gary Neville was a bit more impartial on commentary. But like Keane and Ever in the studio were just literally pro-Man United. I thought they should have had but yeah, I mean, maybe that's just sour grapes because we. Well, he he did say it was a mistake by Dyer. He did, but even even just after we saw it, oh, I was mean, offside. I think it was offside. Like, Where yeah, 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 yeah. I know they got me thinking. Is it? Well, technically, it was. Technically, it was. Technically, it was when it came forward. It was offside, but because uh, Shaw was headed it. It had yeah. I, no, I think Shaw headed it, and it was Man United player that played it back, wasn't it? So that offside gets voided. But, but I, I think he did say, "Oh no, it's not offside." When he saw the replay again, but I, I just think. Bit busy celebrating. But Bergwijn, what do you think of him? I, literally two two games against top six, and he's uh, yeah. had an impact. Three games in three home games, isn't it? Three goals in yeah. three home games. Yeah. Sorry, I think he's got. Um, so, yeah. it looks good doesn't it I, 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 you know it's, um, it's I wasn't sure when we signed him only mm. not that he wasn't a good player but was he a player that we needed mm. um, you know again we've spoken about me on the, the talk about transfers and stuff and you, you want to get the players that are actually needed mm. and it's a bit like with Ryan Fraser and stuff good player I wouldn't mind signing him mm. but again he's another winger but I've been I've been really impressed by Bergwijn. I think mm. he's um, he looks fantastic. I think he, like scored, you say, he I think he scored that goal, and then he had a few other bits, didn't he? Where the pace, the, the sun sun's header, 
was basically yeah, caused by him yeah. found quickly. Yeah. And then he had other yeah. bits where he looked like he was going to go on his on his bike and then he kind of got tackled. But I think what what we've got now is we've got Lucas, him, and Son, wide players. So if Kane gets injured for any reason or, or needs a rest, stick Son up top and then you've still got two quick wingers. Yeah. So I, I think it was a good signing in terms of like a squad player, whether he'll be a squad player or a starter, but like it helps the squad in that area. And I don't think there's a huge amount of difference between him and Lucas. Maybe just Bergwijn's a little bit quicker, but both of them are fairly direct. Mm. And we'll run both exciting players to watch, aren't they? Mm, yeah. It's just, get a lot yeah. of stick, but, um, and I'm sure Bergwijn will, you know. Yeah, yeah. Eventually as well. That's just our fans, isn't it? Exactly, they're the type of players I like to watch. You know, when you have Lennon and players like that, they're yeah. quick and they're dead direct and they get um, fans off their seats, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think maybe Bergwijn's got a bit. bit yeah, I think Bergwijn maybe's got a better end product than um, Mora, but that could be up for discussion, I guess. Yeah, I mean. We'll have to wait and see, won't we? But, you know, I, I, I like Moyer because I think um, he's done it in big games, hasn't he? Mm, he's done it yeah. in the Champions League semi-final. He did it against Man United at Old Trafford um, last season. Yeah, uh, yeah. The game I went to, you know, and, and he, he comes up with big goals and I don't think people appreciate him enough. Yeah. I think because he's um, come up with that goal and uh, certainly the Ajax thing, they expect, like, world-class goals from him and world-class performances from him every game, like Messi. And it's just... Yeah. He's another one who's in and out of the team. He, he, he's not Son, is he? He's like Son and Kane, I would say, in a, in a forward sense, are the first names on the team sheet as long as they're fit. Yeah. More of a seems to be kind of a sometimes he's good, sometimes he, he, he's a bit inconsistent. So I don't yeah. think he gets a run yeah. of games. I know, and I can't, you know, for what we signed him for, 20 odd million, mm. I think he's a very, a really good signing. Mm. I do as well. And I, I he's think with this. Well you know, you know, he's not world class, and, and players people should just accept players for what they are. Mm. Um, on his day, he's he's a brilliant player, and he'll have days where he's crap, and things yeah. don't come off for it. Oh, he'll yeah. always try. He'll always, he won't go hiding. Yeah. He'll always try and run with it, and sometimes it will come off, and sometimes it won't. Yeah. Just you know, give him a, give the guy a break. Yeah, I think it was just a massive shame he got injured just before the game because Kane needed to come off, but we didn't have anyone up top. To, yeah, yeah, he was shattered. I, th- I thought either Sun looked... I don't know what you think about this. Sun either looked knackered or because the wingers were tracking back, him being one of them, he was told not to go marauding forward like he normally does because I, I can't remember him taking anyone on. The, the only oh, time I can remember him using... Yeah. yeah. The only time I can remember him using the pace was to get into the box when Bergwijn crossed it for his header. But I, I'm not sure if he either looked knackered, was unfit... Or he was told to conserve your energy a bit because you're going to have to chase Rashford back when he goes forward. But I, I think it's possibly all of them. Because he presumably wasn't training that much like someone like a Kane would have been in their home gym or whatever when he was on that um, the uh, army service. Even though I'm sure that would have been quite physical. But, <laughs> but yeah. kind of different training, I guess. But, yeah, target shooting, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but West Ham, I think, certainly we should see them going forward a bit more. I, I, it was a defensive game, and it's certainly in the second half. Um, but I don't think it was, 
hugely, hugely defensive because I think it's hugely, hugely defensive if you're 1-0 up and then have no intention of trying to get a second, but we look dangerous on the counter-attack. And Man City tried to attack Man United toe-to-toe and got vipped to shreds by Vastrid, Martial, James and and all of that. Mm. So do, do you think it was overly defensive? There, there was a period just before the drinks break where we were so deep and Kane was almost halfway in his own yeah, half, which was, was a bit worrying. Like a defensive Spurs game regardless about 80% of the player I'd panic annoyed by the penalty and the fact that we dropped two points because like I said City at home went and attacked Man United and they should have been about 4-0 down at half time at that pace so Man United generally play with this team under Solskjaer on the counter attack they've got a bit more now with Fernandes in the middle and then Pogba coming back that they can string passes together and, and dictate play a little bit more as well but I think it would have been suicide certainly where we are at the moment where players haven't played for however long it's been to, to go toe-to-toe with them because that pace would have just killed us. So I, I think it was good tactics and we looked quite solid, I thought. You had Rashford chance, uh, you had the penalty, in my view anyway, the, the second penalty appeal and then the Martial chance, which were all caused by our errors, either messing about at the back or poor headers or, or, or just silly decisions. So I don't think United carved us open, really, and if they did, it was it was our doing. I could accept that type of football hmm. if I thought that it was because we come up against Man United and we hmm. were fear we were fearful of going toe to toe with them and this was a one off and it was a it was a master plan to try and play this way but we do that as I said to you before against teams like Norwich. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting what happens with West Ham. Well, yeah, let's hope we don't do that. Because hmm. when he came in. What we were told is that he's changed and he's got these guys from from Lille. Do they come from? 
uh, Sacramento, mm. the, the coach who, who is meant to play a progressive type of football, and he's got you know he's been working alongside him and having conversations with him. And uh, you remember the first game we went three 0 up against West Ham, and yeah. I'm like, oh, this is great, this is fantastic. Um, and then I think we conceded two in the second half, <laughs> but yeah. anyway, we still won the game three two. Um, and we were playing, we were playing decent enough football when we had all the players when Mourinho first came mm. in. And this is the, this is the thing as well, Chris. We've got to, we've got to take on board that he has so many injuries, um, and obviously we've had this massive long break. And there are, you know, if you watch, I've watched a lot of the games, and none of them are exciting. No, all, are they? Um, I thought our game was quite exciting. It was end to end, but I think a lot of that's to do with the players aren't fit. Like, the amount of space that Pogba and Fernandez, in particular, were getting in the middle was very alarming. But I think it's just fitness, and, and you know, you, you go to the gym every day and and do all the the machines and and weights in there. But there's a huge difference in there between fitness and match fitness. And we're talking about a break here, which is longer than most pre-seasons. And in pre-seasons, they must play at least 12 matches. We've had two. Yeah, you get so, games, yeah. So, yeah, so... Uh, Did we have two? I thought, we, I only knew about the Norwich one. Honestly, sure. I didn't even know. Uh, I'm sure we had Reading, but maybe that was just something that was a um, no, question. I think we were, we were meant to have Reading. Oh, so we uh, only had that, one then. We only had one, yeah. yeah. Like the Reading game got cancelled. Oh, right, okay. Um, yeah, so... so yeah, we only had one pre-season. Yeah. pre-season. Yeah. Middle, middle, middle of the season, yeah. friendly. Pre-season's about two, three months, so it's either the same amount of time or slightly longer that they've had off uh, without even being able to train either, although pre-season they go on holiday, so they don't really train either. But they have about 12 games in pre-season just to get their match fitness up, and we've had one, and then we're coming into a Premier League game. And You can argue that it's equal keel, isn't it, because all teams have had that, but... I think that was why there was a a lot of space, certainly in that second half, a lot of space for people like Fernandez and Pogba to do their thing. I I, I am a bit worried, to be honest with you, because yeah. I just um, I, I I don't want to judge him on this season. Yeah. But the problem that I think we've and it's no fault of his own because of COVID nineteen. I think the transfer market. Oh, I just don't think we're going to get any money, and I just mm. we, there's so many areas that I think we for him that he needs to improve to, to fit his system the way he wants us to play. And we're going to see teams that we've already seen with Chelsea; they're going to strengthen so much that I just think we're going to be left further behind. Yeah, and, uh, and that's not necessarily his fault at all. Mm. Um, but I just don't think he would do well with the right backing. He would. He would get yeah. it. He, I, 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 I do believe that. I just don't think he's going to get it. And I just don't think for that, because of that, it's going to work. Yeah. I, I think it's philosophy as well. I think they're going from a team and with Pochettino that was pretty much about attack and press, all right, not the last like years oh. pressing, but, but attacking. Now they're defensive. So yeah. And Pochettino, it took a year for his um, philosophy to come in. And then for us to see it, so uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I moan a lot. I moan a lot during the game, but I, yeah, I moan a lot during the game. But I, I'm trying to, I try to be positive, and there were a lot of positives in that. I thought that we we looked a real, we looked a threat going forward, and we looked quite compact and solid. And we've literally drawn the game because of a silly error, or or, or in your point of view, a, a, a 
con on the VAR. But we we've lost we've lost a game that didn't come from at all from are not having the right shape and being ripped apart. And why I say, you know, whilst I say it wasn't a penalty, you know, I, I think Man United deserved at least a draw. Don't mm. get me wrong. I, I mean, I, they deserved at least a draw. Mm. Um, it wasn't that they didn't deserve to, to get a goal because I think that they did. Um, so I wasn't necessarily, I, I wanted to win. So I was absolutely gutted that we didn't. Um, but at the same time, I like you, I can take, I can take positives out of it. We looked a lot more solid. We, there was, there was a system. They were playing within that. Um, and, you know, it's good to have, well, I do have a great game, but having Sun, Kane, Birdwine, Sissoko back on the pitch, we didn't have them before. Yeah. Uh, so that's a positive. Um, we got a chance of, I don't think we will make top four, even top yeah, five, but we got a chance. We've got a chance, mm. you know. We haven't, thankfully, because at the time we didn't know, the other results have, have, have gone our way. Um, so, you know, Sheffield United has lost today, didn't they? Yeah, um, yeah, quite Wolves, Wolves, is, Wolves is the only one, but then that's great. That's uh, put West Ham in trouble. It's <laughs> always nice. Yeah. Um, Arsenal, we, we all know what, what happened to them over the last two games. You know, mm. fingers crossed, been, it's half time in the Villa Chelsea game now. They're one up. Mm. Yeah, let's hope and pray that they lose. Leicester mm. drew 1 1. Mm. So we haven't moved, whilst we wanted to win that game, we haven't, um, the teams yeah. above us at the minute haven't got that. That much further away, further at all. So, you know. yeah, yeah. I, I think the way to play that game was how we did it: sit back and let them have the ball. I think if we do that against West Ham, then I will be disappointed because West Ham, from the kickoff, are there for the taking because their defence isn't up to it and they can't handle pace, and we've got pace to burn. So, I think if we sit the back and defend against them, even if we're one nil up, I'd be pretty disappointed with that. But do you think if we go when the lap he's going to play that way? Because I do. N- uh, no, because he didn't at West Ham, did he? he went one nil up and then he went and got the second and third. He, he, he went that play. way a little bit more conservative, but still had, um, you know, an attacking threat in, in the second half in that game. It was just again silly little defensive errors that cost us. That it's been the story of our season, really. Silly errors. Okay, so we'll have a little break there. Uh, still got a lot to talk about in this game and then the West Ham game to look forward to. Um, we could go on about this for the next three hours, but yeah, I think we'll just be rehashing stuff that we've talked about. So a few more bits from the Man United game and then what we expect for the West Ham game. Back in a bit. Okay, and we're back. So let's carry on with the Man United game. What did, what did you think of Lamella in that game? Because what do you think of Lamella in general, and what do you think of him in that game? Because he's, uh, you said every player in our team does, but he's really one who divides opinion. Yeah, um, I always get accused by one of my mates that, I, that says I absolutely love Lamella. I don't. <laughs> what I don't do is I don't. I don't criticise everything he does and if he has a good game I will say he's had a good game you get people and again I put my mate in this bracket that he can never see I remember I was out in um, out in Florida last year and there was a Champions League game where I think he scored a couple I think we I can't remember who it was against I think we might have won up 5-0 or something I can't remember I couldn't watch it 
So he was sending me updates. And he was, as usual, slagging off Lamella. I'm sure Lamella set up, maybe set up one and scored two. Or something. Uh, he was still slagging him off. And I'm like, mate, can you not honestly not just <laughs> praise the guy? He does yeah. something well. Um, and you get these people that just, and, and he's a bit like a rhythm with Dyer as well. No matter what they do, they just cannot do anything but criticise them. I mm. thought the Mello did okay. Mm. Um, he's, he's, his passing wasn't great, and I know we spoke about it before. There's one or two things that he should have done a bit earlier. He, he, he put a few heavy passes in, but mm. you know that one to Son in the first half uh, yeah. that didn't come off, and I, I was absolutely not going to lie. I was screaming, "What are you, you know? <laughs> what the hell are you doing?" Um, so that annoyed me. But you know, overall, he certainly wasn't worst player no. on the pitch not by any stretch no, I, I think he's one of them players that I I still don't know what, what his best position is mm. but based on Man United you can argue it's because he's tired and stuff like that and not fit but I don't think he's a number 10 because a number 10 if, if you compare him to someone like an Eriksson Eriksson always saw the pass before the ball got to him so the, the, that, that sun part in the first half that you mentioned Ericsson would have known he was passing to his son before the ball had got to him. Whereas Lamella, it was a bad pass, but the pass should have been made two seconds before and then Son would have been completely free. So I think he's just not a number 10 because he doesn't see that killer pass. But what he does do is he, 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 he battles, doesn't he? He's a battler and he puts his foot in and he, he tries to get in the game. And I honestly think he'd be better off uh, a little bit deeper, like like the Sissoko role. He reminds me of Sissoko a little bit because he gets stuck in and he's good at running with the ball and then playing an easy ball. And it, Unlike Sissoko, he can have a shot and he scores a fair few goals. But I just don't think he's a number 10. I think half of his problem is when we signed him, he was supposed to be a meta replacement, a bow replacement. Yeah. Um, and I think... You know, there was all clips of him. I remember watching one clip of him at Roma where he'd run through from the halfway line and scored mm. this goal. And these are the kind of things that we were expecting from him. Mm. He's not that type of player. And, you know, he came for 30 million, which was a lot of money. It's still a lot of money now. But, you know, at the time it was absolutely huge. Um, and I think if you take that away, he's okay. You know, he's, he's all mm. right. He's not the player that we thought we were buying. I think injuries have hampered him quite a lot as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind him. If we if we got a decent offer coming from him, I wouldn't be averse to selling him. Mm. Um, if mm. the money was right. Because mm. um, I think we could be better than him. Yeah, I, I'm but, not sure about that. I think he gives us a lot of enthusiasm in the middle of the pitch. He puts himself about quite a bit. Uh, uh, barring the uh, away game to Brighton where he allowed that cross to come in in the fourth minute. Barring that. But gen generally, he puts himself about a bit. He'll make a nuisance of himself and get stuck in. And if he gets a chance, he will run with it. It's just his final ball in that number 10 role needs to be better. Whereas Lo Celso, if he, if he was... I think if Lo Celso hadn't been injured or had injury concerns before the game, he'd have started that game ahead of Lamella. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think we've already got someone in Lo Celso. He runs around a lot and he gets stuck in as well. And I think mm. that he is more dynamic than, mm. than Lamella. Um, yeah, I think then, it, yeah. We have to start looking at where we're going to get money from and who we can let go um, to raise a bit of money. And he would be one that I wouldn't let. I, again, I'm, I'm, 
I like the manner mm. that if we got half decent money for him, he would be one. Because of the injuries as well, Chris, you can never yeah, rely yeah, on him yeah. for a run of, run of games together. And I think he's, he's talked about wanting to go back to Italy before. Mm. I think that's the perfect sort of setting for, for him, really. Um, so if we did get you know a decent enough offer, I wouldn't be averse to selling him. No, I think, I think he could use that money somewhere else. Yeah, I think if we buy Hoiberg from Southampton, which is someone we really need, that's a defensive midfielder who will get the ball, pass it to someone, stay there without going forward. That allows someone like a Winks to play in that Lamella role. And I think then, yeah, and then with Ndombele there and Lacelso, I think spaces could be scarce for him. I think we'll get him as well. I think we have to. I really want him. I think we have to. We're, we're crying out for that defensive midfielder. Dyer used to play there, but his mobility is completely gone at the moment. So I think defense centre back is better for Dyer because it means he doesn't have to run about as much. Right. Certainly not sprinting up and down and, no, and constantly. So I, I think that's Dyer's new position. Yeah. I can't see him going back into central. Yeah. I think Vertonghen's pretty much done now. He'll play in cups next season if he's still there. Out of Veerald reads the game very well, but in terms of pace, I mean, you can argue with the pace because John Terry never had pace and he was one of the best defenders in the league. So you can argue with that, but he, he also had really good um, defensive partnerships. Yeah. But I, I think, like I, said, like I said earlier, Mourinho needs to decide who his centre defensive partnership is, whether that's Dyer and Sanchez, whether it's one of them and out of field or whether it's someone else brought in and then mm. built from there. But yeah. But I quite like them. I, I did see something that on Twitter saying uh, he should have played Undombele in that role because then he wouldn't have had to go back, run around as much. But in the game against Man United, everybody, uh, rather, other than Kane, really needed to be tracking back. So it wouldn't have worked with Undombele. But West Ham, I don't know he could. I think if you're playing someone, if you're playing someone, unless he's an out and out striker in a game to not have to run back as much, you, you don't play him in a game like that where you need to run back. So West Ham, he, I'd expect him to play some part against West Ham, whether he'll start or not, I don't know. But if Lacelso's fit, he starts in that number ten for me. Anyway. Mm. But and, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, end on ballet is. What happens with him, you know? Well, Marino said that he'd been working hard in training and he's more yeah. integrated within the within the squad. Yeah, but he doesn't even get a, doesn't get yeah. a minute. You know? but, but also, what I think you, people have got to think about is we've got a lot of games here in a quick succession. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if Ndombele plays the ninety minutes against West Ham and one of the players who played on when did we play United? It was Friday, wasn't it? Doesn't Friday, doesn't yeah. doesn't play anything. But, mm, I hope so. Mm. I, I want to see him. We need to see him mm. quite a lot in these last eight games to know whether he's got a future at the club or not, yeah. really. I think he's he, another one yeah. who's young and we can get money for. Yeah. You know? If he doesn't yeah. fit, then get rid of him. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he replaces Winks in that game and sits there with Sissoko. Sissoko's I told to sit back a little bit. But the West Ham game, you'd expect us to have a lot more possession than we did against Man United. Because West Ham will sit back and play on the counter. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me. Deli Alley as well, like, obviously, he should have got banned because what he did was ridiculous. But then how people like Carl Walker and Jack Grealish didn't. But 
I've already mentioned this, so I'll digress on that. But Ali's back. Where, do, you, do you see him fitting in to the, to the team at all? And, and where? Mm-hmm. Whose place do you see him taking? Because I don't I think, think he's a number 10. He because, start. Mm. No, I, I wouldn't. I, I, I've always, again, I've had arguments with a couple of mates that say that he is a number 10, and I've always said that I don't see him as a number 10. Mm. Um, in positioning, he's positioning wise, he's a number 10 in, in just behind uh, the striker, but in terms of the, the passing. The brain, I don't think he's got the brain no. to, to, to be a number 10 for me. No. I, I like Deli Ali. Um, I think he's a, he's a good player. And I, no, I wouldn't get rid of him because I think he's. I think you can get away with him playing him at number 10 if you've got Lo Celso behind him. But, but, yeah, but Deli Alley's best part, part of his game, I think, is off the ball. He runs into the box and then instinctive finishes. That's when he was at his best, wasn't he? Yeah. He's doing that, yeah. If people he's, were saying, well, he's more like a striker. If, um, if, he, if, he's, if he's got an easy pass on to someone like Kane, he'll play the pass and he'll play it lovely for Kane so he doesn't have to break stride. But in terms of a 50-yard, like an Ericsson pass, like a 50-yard no, ball, he can't do that. And no. Winks plays that, but the Winks lofts it up so it gives the defender a lot of time to see where the flight is. Whereas you look at Ericsson, De Bruyne, uh, Fernandez, Pogba, they drill it quite low, and it's fizzed. And I think Lacelso is the only one that can play that. But it would be good yeah. to have Ali back. It's someone else on the bench, and then yeah. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. he's back. Right. And, uh, he'd be a good one to bring on, and especially if Kane does look tired, you can you could bring him on and, and to, to play that role. Um, so you know, I'm glad that he's back. Don't get me wrong. Um, but he wouldn't be starting for me. But he will be over the the course. You say we've got games coming thick and fast now, yeah. so um, he'll definitely be starting some games. He, I find him frustrating. He's another one that I yeah. just find frustrating. The, the, the little flicks, the little mm. flicks that he does, and all this. When he's on, when he's on top form, they come off. But when he does, you know, when he does them, and we're we're, we're playing crap, and he just think, don't do that. Mm. Just get hold of the bloody thing and play it just a normal pass. Mm. You don't need to nutmeg the bloody referee or you know, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. give it a break. You know? what, what annoyed me most about him this season, certainly this season, is he can't pass five meters, but yeah, he's doing all these funny tricks and, and like, yeah, great, that's fine, but. He, you know, you got to get the basics right first. You get the basics right, and then you can start doing all these fancy stuff. But I've got some bad news. Uh, one all. No. Two, two one. one. <laughs> I didn't tell you about the one all. They've literally scored <laughs> two goals in about two yeah. minutes. Yeah, well, yeah. It was always going to happen, wasn't it? I think. Yes, move on. Yes, move on quickly. Yeah. yeah. So, son, I, I mentioned him a little bit earlier. Like he didn't take anyone on. Do you think it was tactical, or do you think he was leggy, or and just he's he's been a military military stuff, hasn't he? So I'm assuming yeah. that they all looked a bit leggy, didn't they? But I don't yeah. know. Where, as you say, I don't know whether it was tactical um, mm. or, or what it was really. But he, did, he didn't look him. He didn't look himself. Did no, he? no, I was honestly shouting at the TV. Mm. I mean, my kids were just looking at me like, "Are you okay, Dad?" Just every time he got just like, run, run at them, run. Yeah. But, but they yeah. just, just didn't, didn't happen. That, that, that's uh, why I think it was tactical, because normally Sun doesn't even 
think about it, does he? He gets the ball, takes right. someone on. Whereas, so I, I think it had to be ta- cause he had Rashford on that side, didn't he? Was it James? Mm. It was. Uh, it was. I don't it was Rashford it, played for the middle. And it no, was James that, out, yeah. Rashford played on their left and James on their right, didn't he? Yeah. So it was, it was James oh, on that side. Yeah. It, and James is rapid, so I, I Son's fairly quick as well. So it'd be, you saw him tracking back every time that Davies was under pressure. Son was there, and then Bergwijn on the other side with Aurier. Hmm. So yeah, well, so, Davies done all right as well, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, he, he's quite solid, I think. Whereas the other one, it, it's, the not other going, s- it's not going there. He's he's my agenda. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, he, he's the one that I can never seem to give credit to. No. Um, well, controversial, co- controversial comment. I don't think he's actually a bad defender, Aurier. I just think he makes stupid decisions, and and I, I think it comes from too much pressure where the midfield isn't helping. Although he hasn't helped my cause in that Man United game where the uh, Martial chance and the second penalty appeal all came from him just not getting rid of it yeah, and just pissing I, about with it. I don't think it's anything to do with the midfield. I just think that's him. I watched clips of him before he came to us, and he was doing he was doing all these slide tackles and the way he goes in at PSG. Yeah. That's him, you know. And I actually bet fifty quid with my son. <laughs> that game. I said to him, he, he loves it. Yeah. I said, I'm telling you now. Uh, but he can't. So he can't stay on his feet. He'll have to do at least one mm. slide tackle. So I'll give you fifty quid if he goes this whole game. Without doing one, or going to ground, doing one slide tackle, then I'll give you 50 quid. <laughs> I think, yeah, did you I keep your money? Did to, you keep your money? Uh, of course I did. It got <laughs> to about a 70 odd minute and then he did one. Um, so, you know, I kept my money, but he's got better in that respect because mm. he was doing it every five minutes before. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly don't think he's a bad defender. I just think he has a rush of blood to the head. And... Like, like, yeah, you know, like, you know Joey free. Barton would sometimes go mad and just go and destroy someone in yeah. the middle of the pitch and get sent off. I think it's similar to that where he just doesn't think. I don't think he's a bad defender. Going forward, he's got a good cross on him. But he has, no. He's, um, there's that stat, isn't it, that's come out, um, I see on Twitter, that apart from um, Alexander-Arnold, hmm. uh, who's got 13 assists this season, Aurier's second uh, for a defensive player with eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he's great at going forward. It's just, it is. I, I, I tend to agree. He's not a terrible defender. His positioning is pretty bad, to be honest with you. And mm. he's just got the mistake. He's either going to get sent off, or he's going to bloody um, yeah. give away a penalty, or, or whatever. And, you, know, you can't have that. Walker's know? positioning was fairly poor, and concentration was fairly poor. He got away with it because of his pace. But I think pace, yeah, yeah. But I, 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 what I do agree with the fact that we need someone better at right back because if Jose wants to play like this and this uh, sit back thing, he has to rely on the defence and you can't rely on Aurier because whether he's either a bad defender or he's just stupid. You can't rely on him and teams will target him. Even if you've got Bergwijn, more of a son, whoever's on that side tracking back. Mm. Yeah, I don't know who we can go for really. I'd I'd have liked to have got Mounier because... Whether Mounier is any good or not, it would also uh, provide Orvia with a bit of competition because I can't think if Orvia gets injured, who who plays there? And it may be Tanganga or someone else, but it, it yeah, but it's not someone you go, oh, that's a right back there. It's not a natural right yeah. back, whoever it is, because it's either Tanganga yeah. or Foyp, isn't it? Where's, where's, really both yeah. 
Whereas if Danny Rose didn't go on loan, Davies gets injured, okay, we've got a left back there. I, I don't see yeah. that with right back. So it might just buck his ideas up if we've got another actual right back. Because maybe he's just well, let he, himself... Is, uh, say that, Chris. Didn't he actually say that, apparently, at the start of the season, that there's no competition for my place? You know, apparently uh, he said that. If so, he did, I missed know. that, but it wouldn't surprise me. But So maybe he's just I'm let his uh, standards drop because he knows, well, I'm not getting dropped, so it doesn't really matter. Whereas if he had competition mm-hmm. for places... And, and Mounier would be free as well. I don't know why we didn't get him. Well, he's not left yet, is he? I, I know there was talk of him going to Dortmund, but I don't yeah. think that's actually got through yet. So it depends what newspaper you read. He's either coming to us or he's going to yeah. Dortmund. Well, I'd like us to get him. Fraser as well. What do you think of him as a potential... Um... Well, I know we talked about him before. I'm, I, 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 I like Fraser. I think he's a decent um, he's he a decent talk player. About this, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> but he's... Um, but, I'd like to get him, but again, he's not a priority position. But if you get yeah. him on the free, yeah, um, he's not going to cost you anything. Well, he's leaving, he's isn't he? Because Eddie, yeah. yeah, he's already said Ed, Eddie Howe said he ain't playing in these ten games or nine yeah. games or whatever it is. Yeah, and Hoiberg's been stripped to the captaincy at Southampton. Um, you know, so they're two players that I can see coming in, and yeah. I'll be happy with as well. Um, beyond that, I don't know how many more we're going to get because I just don't think there's going to be the money there. No, right. I I think those uh, events that got cancelled, I think, has had a not catastrophic effect, but I think they were looking at them to make a, a, a shed load of money for us. Which would it have gone to wages? Would it have gone to levy? Would it have gone to transfer kitty? I don't know. But we have taken that hundred and seventy five million loan out at zero point five percent interest. So. Yeah, but that's not going to be for mm. transfers, unfortunately. Well, Mourinho no, did say people will be coming in, didn't he, in this press conference? Did he? He, he said we can't compete with someone like City or Liverpool or like that, but we will be making so, something like that. Oh, it, really? He alluded oh, no. to the fact that new players would be coming in, but I think that's mainly going to be free transfers or bargain transfers. Because he's after yeah, the doubt, I mean, isn't he, on a free transfer, and he's a 35-year-old defender. It's just that uh, it's... <laughs> You don't need someone like that. You need to be building the defence. You don't need someone for one season and then go, right, OK, I need another central defensive partnership now. Did you say Thiago Silva? Was, that? Oh, was it him, was it? I thought it was Vidal. It, I, I can't remember who it is, but it, it's a defender who's 35 years old. Yeah, it's Thiago Silva at PSG. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that would be a bad sign. And he'll be we on a lot of money for a he, year. He, he's been playing in France for six, seven years. Hmm. Um... Yeah, that isn't. That's, we don't need him. Keep Vertonghen if that's the case. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I think that would be a bad sign. But I'd rather keep Vertonghen than get Thiago mm. Silva. Mm. Unless, um, unless he's thinking he's a proper winner, Thiago Silva, which we don't have. Yeah, but I agree with you. I don't think that's very progressive. I, I'd rather not. I'd, no, I'd rather keep training Dyer up to play there. I think than get yeah. Thiago Silva. Yeah. Um, and I'm one of the ones that say we need winners to come in, but not mm. a 35-year-old who's been no. playing in France. Uh, not for no. me. No. I, I don't... You know, Munier, yes. You know, he's a right-back, as you say, and give position um, competition to Aurea. Um, how old is he, 26, 27? I think he's you know, 28 or something like that, yeah. yeah that would be, be a good signing. Mm. But not a 35-year-old. If, no. if he was 32, I'd be all over it. But you know, yeah. he's, he's there for payday, and think he's going to be on a fortune at PSG. Exactly. Yeah, that's going to be yeah, all for, all for the sake of a year or however long he stays with us. But that's another um, Danny Alves 
one player we get linked to that's never going to happen. Well, I, I hope it doesn't, but yeah. I, I don't think it will. I don't want it to either. I, I said we needed a new goalkeeper, but that's going to cost a fortune, so we're going to have to stick with the ones that we got. But I have to say, I've been critical of Lovis recently, but he deserves credit for that game because he didn't do anything I mean, wrong. He did really well. The only thing I can say is that it was in the first half where the ball went long and uh, Dyer kicked it out for um, a, a throw, mm. and Lovis was on his line or in his six yard box, whereas two years ago. Dyer doesn't even go for that because he knows Lovis is storming out and kicking it out. So he, he's, he's he's lost that kind of sweeper-keeper kind of um, yeah, thing. So, but may, maybe he's lost some pace or something like that. But the save from Martial was an unbelievable oh, save. He had no right to make that. Really instinctive one from Rashford, which was good. Kept us in the game, both of them. So yeah, it's a, I'm, a, a if, big, I'm a big fan of Lloris anyway. Yeah. To be honest, I know he does make some clangers. Yeah, I think if he can if he can get back to his best, keep him for however long until he retires. I just think, I think he's past his peak now. I think he just makes too many mistakes. Maybe he's resting. He's maybe winning that World Cup, though he's making mistakes before that. But maybe even that just was like, okay, well, yeah, okay, well, I've won a World Cup now. I can't do anything else. So I've, I've basically got my bucket list in football terms so whatever happens I've still won a World Cup but I don't think he's like I don't think he's like that he was integral to get us to the Champions League final yeah he made that save against Aguero yeah um, the the penalty Um, you know he he was really good on the the Champions League run Mm. Um, Mm. so I I, keepers make mistakes yeah, he made about eight in a season, though, which for a top four team is too much. But I think what we do with him is is what you mentioned about Undombele. Is uh, these t- was it nine games left? Makes no mistakes. Okay, we'll stick with him for another season. Don't make any in 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 that season. For me to get someone who's better than Hugo Lloris, it's going to cost you 50, 60 million. Yeah, that's, that's my only issue with it. But I, I think. Yeah, so I think stick with him next year unless he makes about 20 howlers in this last nine Which he, games. Yeah, he might do. He yeah. might do. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I just wanted to mention him because I've given him a lot of uh, stick. But Kane as well, I, he got a load of stick. Not a load of stick. He got stick from a few people because he wasn't... Uh, he just absolutely... like <laughs> The guy has been our main man for four years... And people yeah. are having a go at him because he hasn't played a game in six months. <laughs> and he, hasn't he, trained he, for about four. He's broken, Chris. And <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, I, I'd be Ridiculous. very surprised if he starts against West Ham because he needs a rest. But, but, he, start him. but then he is our main man, isn't he? So, yeah, he's got to start. Yeah. He has to start. He, he, he can't finish the game, I don't think. No, I, don't, I wouldn't play in 90 minutes. No. I would definitely start him. Mm. I would 100% start him because yeah. I think he's going to be fired up as well. Yeah, giving stick to him is just—it's uh, like Barcelona fans say, "Oh, Messi just doesn't do anything." But it's just, <laughs> before people complain, I'm not well. saying Kane is like is the same as Messi. It's just the, the no, comparison. He, but... he had a crap. He had a crap game. He did not look. He, his passing mm. was off. Mm. He was, he was passing was. Yeah, he, he didn't have a good game at all, but. And, and he can be criticised um, for saying, you know, if people saying that he didn't have a good game, but to be calling him finished and broken and oh, shut up, give it yeah. a rest for God's sake. He's had one bad game, as you said. 
he's been out since uh, since January. Yeah, I, I just think it was just. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of fans on here, maybe fans in inverted commas, that just want to have a moan rather than talk about the game or talk tactics or transfers or this or that. They just want to have a moan. But like, having a moan at Kane, like, his goals pretty much have, have got us to the heights that we've we've got to, really. So having a moan at him is just bizarre. It's baffling. I don't know. Yeah. I don't get it. But there yeah. you go. Yeah. So that's the United game uh, all, all talked about and done. Uh, I don't think we've missed anything that <laughs> obvious, but uh, from one United to another, West Ham on Tuesday. Uh, we need to be winning that one, I think. I, I, I don't think any Spurs fan would disagree with that. And, and you know, I, I talked about last last episode on momentum could, could change. So teams who have... Uh, had really bad form come out on this break and then come back and then have a different kind of lease of life. Uh, but to, for West Ham to lose quite heavily and, and against Wolves, I think they're completely there for the taking. So if we don't go into that one, pretty confident, I think there's something wrong there. W- would you agree with that? Or Yeah, it's a must-win game, isn't it? We need to, um, number one, to get points on the board for ourselves and number two, Get rid of West Ham from the Premier League. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's a really, it's a really important game, isn't yeah, it? I, I'm not so bothered about West Ham. It's all about Tottenham for me. So, like Arsenal being at the bottom, and you know, it, it, while it's funny, it's like I, I couldn't really care less to be honest. As long as we win games, I'm not that bothered. Same with West Ham, but because like, we, we just mentioned off 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 the recording here, Man City's um, potential ban is still overhanging, isn't it? So fifth could mm. be. A Champions League spot. We differ on that. I, I love it when West Ham and Arsenal yeah. and Chelsea lose. <laughs> I, I get just as much. I got just as much pleasure um, in Arsenal losing yesterday as I would. Uh, not as much pleasure, but yeah. I get a lot of pleasure from Arsenal losing, especially in the way that it happened. Yeah, it, it was funny. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, mm. but. But yeah, obviously us winning is is more important than than them losing, and um, yeah, there is there is that potential for the fifth place team to to get a Champions League. Do, do you see that happening, or do you well, see Man Man City doing a Houdini and getting away with it? Um, getting out of it. I think uh, we've both mentioned before that perhaps it will be reduced to a one one season um, ban, and I think that the. I want to say it's a good thing what's happened with COVID-19 but but they were talking about next season they could potentially go in and it'll be the season after right. uh, that they get banned but I think maybe because of we've had this extended break it could actually potentially be next season couldn't it and the season yeah. after they, you know, they'll go back into it if they get into it of course I, I think, I think that's the other thing Chris we, everyone was speaking before about oh it's a they'll do a one year ban Um how can you do it? It has to be next year that they do it because obviously they're going to finish second. They're guaranteed to get in it. We don't know when they're going to get into it again. That's, yeah. like, that's quite presumptuous to say, well, they'll definitely get into it yeah, yeah. and after to ban them. So it would have to be next season, won't it? Well, I, I don't think it was like, we wait until you get into it and then you're banned. I think it was like, it doesn't matter where you finish, you won't be in the Champions League for the following season if you finish in the top four. I yeah, but then yeah. If, what's the point? Because if they finish fifth, and it's not really a ban, because they wouldn't have been in it anyway. No, no, but yeah. You see what I mean? So it, yeah. it should be 
you know, when, 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 as and when you get into it. It'd be interesting if they do do have the ban, if any players leave. If they had a two-year ban, I think some of them would be like, well, I've got to leave. I think a one-year ban, they're, they're young enough. I'm talking about players like Sterling and De Bruyne here. They're young enough mm. to be, oh, well, we can take the one-year hit. I think, uh, yeah, I, I think it will only be a one-year. I don't think they'll, that UEFA will have the guts to stick to no. the two years. I think they did two years because they knew that um, Sig would obviously appeal and then they can reduce it down to the one-year. Um, I can't mm. see that they would ban the club for two years and then completely wipe it out. No, uh, that'd be well, I, not, so I think it'll be. I think it will be reduced. Um, so, so potentially, yeah. I think fifth place is up for grabs, mm. um, and I think it will be a Champions yeah. League spot. Yeah, so if fifth place is up for grabs and City's ban is oh hell, whenever that happens, I, I'm sure I read it was supposed to be early June, middle of June, so I don't know when it's meant to be happening. But if fifth place is up for grabs and Champions League, that that point against Man United in a game which we could have lost because they were putting us under quite a bit of pressure could be a massive point, but we've got to follow it up with a win against West Ham now. And and they're there for the taking. You, you saw what happened against Wolves. Concede the first goal, heads drop, and then they capitulate a little bit. So we get that first goal, we should be looking to get our goal difference up a little bit. Yeah, I hope so, yeah. I think the first goal is so mm. important on Tuesday night. Yeah. And I think as well, I think Man United are playing Sheffield United, I believe. Okay. Um, so you know that's you know we, potentially we can if Sheffield United beat Man United, which I don't think they will. Mm. We're only if we if we win, we're a point off Man United. If Sheffield United lose to Man United, we go above Sheffield United and, mm. and a point in front of them. Yeah. So, Sheffield United you know, won't have Henderson, win. will they? Because they uh, can't no, play against his um, no, parent club. So um, I don't know who their sub goalie is. And they got a player sent off today. Egan mm. got sent off for them today. So you know they're dipping into their squad, and that's the thing. If they got a big enough squad um, to deal with the games at the rate that they're coming, because mm. um, a lot of these teams, you know, like Leicester as well, they don't have other competitions to worry about. They didn't have European no. football and everything else to worry about. Um, but now that's sort of gone. You know, we're on the same, we're on level peggings with them. Really. I think Sheffield United will sit back and that's where United struggle whether that's changed now because they've got that added dynamic of Fernandez in there or, or Pogba or both but generally they, they wait until someone attacks and they spring them off that's why they destroyed C and I'm sure that's why Mourinho played the way he did Wes. I, I think that defensive play and sitting back play was saved just for Man United because of, of the threat that their front three and their pace pose so I don't think Mourinho will play like that against West Ham because I think he'll see they're there for the taking. And I think what you get with Mourinho is you know he's got a tactical plan for each team he plays. Whether it comes off is another matter, but I think he'll go at West Ham and try and kill them off early doors and, and get their confidence down even more. And then we can uh, start bringing, swapping players around, giving other players game time. So I, I think we'll go off quite quick. I hope so. I hope you're right. Yeah. I I always worry about West Ham because they always like to spoil our day, but there's no no fans there for them to kind of goad or, or whatever. So, uh, yeah. They're always up for it, aren't they? Like you say, mm. West Ham, when they play Tottenham, they always seem to be up for it. But yeah, with the fans mm. not in the, yeah. in the ground, I think if we go 1-0 up early, 
I honestly could see four or five, to be honest with yeah, you. I really can't. So. I think that they, they, they really perform with the fans behind them because the fans are mm. so up for it. Yeah, I was at the game last season when we played them at home, and um, I was sitting near their bloody fans, and they're <laughs> still my head in. But they, you know, they're, they are passionate, um, and they scored right in front of their fans as well. So without them mm. in the ground, I think without them backing them, um, there's potential that they would just still they'll. they'll They'll fold like a pack of cards, so yeah. uh, you know we'll have to wait and see. I, th- yeah. I think if we start off slow, that's just criminal. But and, and I, I know against uh, uh, Norwich and uh, other teams, we we, we kind of sat back. But I, we were talking about this earlier. Like, I think we, in those games after the Villa game, we we Kane wasn't the big big miss for me. Son was the big big miss with Kane out. So I think. After that, after that Villa game, and then our our other goal scorer is off. We didn't have any goal scorers. And you look at uh, Berg, Ryan, Ali, and uh, Moore were up top, and they didn't really know where to be. And the, you you could have chucked a blanket over the three of them in a lot of games because they they all have the same mindset of where to be in their positions. But they're playing a position that's unfamiliar. Now we have Kane and Son back, albeit not fit yet. But you know, Kane may not be fit, but he still knows what position to be in when someone wide has the ball or the ball's coming through the middle. I think it's a massive, massive boost for us. Potentially, yeah. So I think we'll play a lot more positive. Because I don't know how many injuries, I'm just looking at the injuries they've got, I don't think any of them would have started. We've got a, a, a boner. If, if Haller was out, wasn't he? But I don't know how long that'll be. He, it doesn't. Say, it just says he's definitely ruled out. It doesn't oh. say when he's. There's no return date for him yet. He's had the letters out. Um, he wouldn't have started anywhere. Wouldn't have fought. But they, Declan Rice played at the back yesterday, didn't he? Uh, I'm not sure if he played at the back or, or just in front of the defence. But I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I kind of had it on, and I was, you know, when you have background noise on because it, yeah. it's West Ham. It's West Ham. Who cares? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Watch all of it. I, 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 again, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I, I read on Twitter somewhere that Declan Rice was at the back. Whether that was right, true, okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, so you know. Yeah, I still think they're there for the second. He's a good midfielder, but when yeah. he's a central defender. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you think, but I, I'd be amazed if that 11, top at first eleven play against West Ham or start against West Ham. I don't know what you think about that, but who, who do you think will start? In obviously Loris is and Kate. Uh, well, Kane. I'm I not think, sure. Um, Loris is a dead cert, so we don't need to talk about the goalkeeper. But what do you think? What changes think, do you think he'll make? I think Aurea right back, Davis left back. I think Alderweireld will come back in um, for. I don't know whether that's going to be for Sanchez or so Sanchez <laughs> doesn't seem to play two games in a row. But I think I'm hoping it be Sanchez and Alderweireld. Um, whilst I acknowledged I had a good game, mm. um, and then midfield, God, <sighs> I, I I think he might put uh, Dyer into midfield or uh, substitute Winks for Ndombele. Sticks Sissoko in there if he's able to do that. And then Lamella out for La Celso if he's fit. Possibly Ali, but like I said, I'm not sure that he's uh, number 10. I don't want Dyer in defensive midfield, but there's no one else, is there? We don't have another. Uh, no. Well, Skip, Skip. Uh, someone mentioned that to me. Like 
Skip's a defensive midfielder. Uh, I was speaking to someone about this on Twitter, and he seemed to think he is, whereas I seem to think... I seem to think... I know what I think. I I think he's uh, a lot like Winks, where he'll get the ball and travel no, and I then give it to someone. So I, I'm not sure he's got the get the ball, give it to someone, stay there kind of mentality. He's not, yeah, he's not, he's, not, he's not a defensive midfielder for me. I mean, mm. I've not seen enough of it. I've seen him the fair, but it's the same as what we all have. We've seen mm. bits and pieces of him. We haven't seen him consistently, have we? But no. nothing that I've seen from him tells me that he's a defensive midfielder. No. I, I agree with you. He's a bit of a carrier. He'll get the ball and he'll distribute mm. it. Um, so I, you know, I don't necessarily see him as a, as a defensive midfielder at all. No. Um, but apart from that, I don't, I don't really see that there's anyone else who can perform no. that role. Yeah, but, but if you um, if you look to the Man United game, Sissoko hardly went forward. Winks hardly went forward until Lamella came off, and then him and Lacelso seemed to kind of switch between roles. So we, we needed two kind of sitting midfielders there, which I, I'm not sure we do against West Ham, other than when no, we, we lose the ball. Them, really. yeah. the thing. When they have the ball, them. we do. But then when we break, we, we don't necessarily need it. But you think Kane will start? I, I would start Kane. And I think he will start, yeah. Mm. I think he will start. And then come and off after have... an hour or something like that. Yeah I, yeah, I would give him 60 minutes. Um, hopefully we'll have the game won. And, you know, and if we're 3-0 up at half-time, take him off at half-time. Yeah. Um, but I would definitely start him because, you know, he's our best striker. Um, if everyone's fit. Yeah. If everyone... <laughs> <laughs> well, some could play up there. So maybe him, maybe him not taking people on was also with this in mind. Like, you know, you're playing up top at the start, so... Or, or at some point in the game, so don't burn yourself out because we'll need you for Tuesday. But potentially, yeah, no, I, I definitely. I, I know you said before that you probably wouldn't start a against. Well, I, I've definitely mm. started against mm. West Ham. Yeah, you've kind of swayed me there, but I, I certainly wouldn't be playing him the ninety minutes. But, no, I definitely yeah. wouldn't play him. I absolutely would not play him the ninety minutes, but I'd definitely start him and yeah. take him off. Look mm. to take him off. Yeah. Um, if they're both fit, who starts Bergwijn or Mora? Um, I think you know what. I think that he will start Moira. Mm. I would probably start Bergwijn to be honest with you. Mm. I think that Marino would start Moira. Mm. I, I don't think there's a massive difference between the two, and no. but yeah. Yeah, as you said, we've got a lot of games coming mm. up. They're, they're pretty similar type players. Yeah, I, but for me, Ber, Ber, Bergwijn's just on, on, on a bit of form. Mm. Um, I know we've had a massive break, I get that. Mm. And it's different now. But he scored that goal the other day. Um, I, I was I was put him in. You yeah. put form players in, don't you? I know it's, yeah, yeah. I know it's one game. Um, Moira, clearly, he's not going to be 100% fit because he's mm. just had that knock. Yeah. Um, play Bergwijn and, and then bring Moira on. Mm. I think I think whoever you started in. Anyway. Oh, it's a little while away, isn't it? It's about a week away. Is it? I've not even looked at the fixture list. Yeah, Who is it after that? It's Sheffield United away. It must be away. But yeah, it's, it's, away it's on like the fourth of July or something like that. So it's a little way away. Oh, so we've got a bit of a gap then. Yeah. But I think Bergwijn and Mora, what you, what you get with one of them is on the bench, one of them's on, is whoever comes on gives you a bit of pace and it's it's you know fresh legs so like I said I, d- I don't think there's a huge amount of difference between them but like you say Bergwijn's on a bit of form I think he's possibly a bit more clinical 
Mm. But yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be upset with either one of them starting, to be honest. Yeah, so we've. Um, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't complain at either one of them, to be honest. No. Yeah, as you say, I, I, you know, my preference will probably be where I at the minute. Um, but I, you know, I wouldn't be complaining too much if it's Moira at all. You no. know, I've got enough confidence in him to, to do what the same job. So, mm. um, but yeah, well, so we got we played West Ham on the twenty third, and then we've got um, Sheffield United on the second. So a week and week and two days rest. Yeah. That's good. Maybe we'll play a strong team then, being that we've got a week off. But Lacelso La- 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 yeah. La- has to play for me. He- he's our creative player, and I just see West Ham sitting back and trying to spring us on the counter. So I think you need the creative guy in there. Undombele will. He-, he can just skip past people in the dead ball situation with uh, his feet, can't he? So I think he'll play. Or will he play, or will he come on? <laughs> it's a tricky one predicting Jose's team, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. You can't predict Jose because yeah. his team the other day, I don't think, I'd be surprised if anyone predicted that. I think if Sun doesn't take anyone on in that game, then he's not fit. It's nothing to do with tactics. It's he's not fit. But I'd be amazed if when he gets the ball, unless there's three people around him in front of him, I'd be amazed if he gets the ball one-on-one and he doesn't take anyone on. But if he doesn't, yeah, it's fit- he if he doesn't, it's fitness. Yeah, I'm sure he will against West Ham. He loves yeah. playing against West Ham as well, doesn't he? Does he? Um, he always, yeah, he always scores oh, against okay. West Ham. So, yeah, yeah. And that's usually because he gets a lot of stick from their fans. But yeah, he's, <laughs> uh, he's rec- his record against West Ham. I, mean, I haven't got it in front of me, but I'm, yeah, he, he always does well against. Yeah. He's my favourite player at this moment in time. A lot of people would say Kane just because what Kane does, and he's a Spurs fan. But Son just. I know you mentioned you know about Berg. Players, yeah. I know you mentioned about Berg riding more, but he's he's I'd say our most exciting player. Yeah. And he's, 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 he's got a proper proper final ball and end product at the end of it. And like like Kane and like all good strikers are, like that Villa goal, for example, so calm when it's a it's a massive it was a massive moment that, that Villa game. Like he'd missed a few chances or, or had them saved. And when it came to it, I'll be calm, just slot it in, no problem. So, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, yeah, hopefully we can win. You know, on paper, obviously we can win. We just have to not make any mistakes. We will win. We will win. Four, four nil. Like four nil. I used to, I used to bet. Bet and predict on Spurs, and then I get stressed out watching them enough. I don't, I don't need, I don't need pride or money involved. No, I don't bet on, I don't bet on football anymore because I lost too much, yeah. far too much money. Yeah. So I don't, uh, I don't gamble on football yeah. anymore. But I'm, well, I'm quite confident. Yeah. I, I put my accumulators on, but I can't bet on England or Tottenham because it winds me up during the game anyway. I'm nervous in the game anyway. I can't be having money on top of it. No, no, no. I, yeah. But, yeah. I know. I think I think like I think you mentioned first goal was massive. Yeah, they score it. I think they'll be sitting back. I think they score it. They sit back even more and then invite pressure on, which is where someone like a La Celso comes into his own with the uh, creativity. Uh, if we get it, then like you say, it could open the floodgates based on what happened against uh, Wolves, where they completely. It was almost like you saw their heads drop. Uh, and yeah, I think just... their fans, but they're, they're, you know, if we mm. score, that's going to be it. It's going to be 
definitely game over. Well, I hope, I hope you're right there. But it's one we definitely need to win. And there, yeah. honestly, didn't think we played that bad against Man United. I thought the tactics obviously looked negative, but I think. If, if we didn't have an outlet or look dangerous on the counter-attack, then I'd agree and say it was so negative, it was ridiculous. But I don't think it was that negative at all. I, I honestly think it was the right way to play and I'd, I'd be amazed and hope I'm not wrong that it was it was only that tactics because of who we were playing against. Whereas West Ham, I'd expect to see us a lot more attacking and fluid. Well, we've only got two more days till we find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I've, I've, changed been... my, I've changed my tune from you know, <laughs> using the play that way against West Ham, then we're going to win four 0 Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. You've, you've turned me around. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd be amazed if he doesn't think right they're there for the taking, and he must. They must be watching the Wolves game as well. And like, as I said, I, I had that in, in the background noise, but I'm, I'm not sure where their weak areas are. You can say that Triore changed the game, but. The, the, the guy's like uh, a lightning quick isn't he so he, he, he's going to change the game against most people if you allow him to front up and run at you yeah but yeah and then yeah Jimenez is someone we've been linked with haven't we which we he, have yeah. he'd be good but that's at least 40 million 30 million there for, for a backup striker late 20s yeah yeah but essentially he's a backup striker isn't he so I, I yeah can't see that happening. I think any backup striker that, that looks at Tottenham and, mm. and looks at Harry Kane's um, injury record um, must know that they're going to get quite mm. a lot of games. Mm. I don't, unfortunately, mm. I do think that Kane is, that, that's going to be something that we see throughout his career. Unfortunately, again, mm. I hope I'm wrong. But he just keeps, keeps getting these ankle injuries, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I think people target that and he, he doesn't get a rest. But I'll tell you someone who I think we might be able to get based after yesterday is Callum Wilson because I, I, I think they'll go down. Yeah. Because I've got a feeling West Ham will escape through the skin of their teeth and Bournemouth will replace them. But he, he'll be a lot more cut price, I think, Callum Wilson, if they go down than he will be if they stay in the Premier League. Hmm. And, and it depends who else is looking at him. Chelsea, but then again, they've just got mm. Timo Werner, haven't they? Yeah. They won't be looking at him anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be good. I'd be happy with that. And, yeah, like you say, I didn't think of it like that. Kane will likely get injured for a few months. Yeah, because that's what they've always mm. said. Oh, well, who's going to want to go to yeah. Tottenham just to sit on the bench? Well, yeah. let's be honest, you but, wouldn't just be sitting on the bench because yeah. season after season now, Kane misses mm. 10 games a season. You yeah, know? I, I think... It would, it will very very much depend on the price because if it's too expensive, he might just think, okay, we've got Sun, he can play up there, and then we've got Moore and Berg Ryan with Ryan Fraser coming in to the supply the the wide places. So we don't need to spend forty million if that's what it is. But I think a twenty million that would work. But Hoiberg is the one that I really want because I think that's the position we're quite. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the one that we really need to get and need to get. You know, we need to get that sort of. ASAP. Yeah. You know? well, he's basically leaving. They're going to get rid of him. Yeah. We want him. We need him. Yeah. Let's go get him. Well, I heard they wanted 35 million, which I'm not sure we can afford, but then that'll you know, play into Levy's sure. hands when it's like, yeah. oh, I can negotiate now. Well, this is the problem. He's got a year left on his contract. And what will happen is, if we don't just get it done, they'll just hold out, won't they? And he'll go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, if 25 million and, and Cole 
walk Peters if they want to if they want to keep him. Yeah, um, it's a it's a fair enough deal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, shame about him. I quite liked him young and Spurs fan, and, and so never, never really given a chance. No, come never through never the really academy, so he'll have something to prove. And but yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, be interesting to see it all happen in the summer. I don't know when the season's supposed to end. This makeshift season's supposed to end, and when the new one starts, and what's happening with the free transfers if they're they're sticking to the actual date. But yeah, we'll we'll see. But Mourinho did hint that we're making signings whenever the window is. Well, that's good news. I didn't yeah. hear that, so I'm, I'm happy about that. Yeah. Okay, so that's about it for today. Uh, thanks again, Mark, uh, for that. Uh, no, good I enjoyed t- it, thank you. Yeah, it's the first time I've uh, done a podcast talking about a game with someone else rather than just my point <laughs> of view. Um, so anyone who doesn't yet, follow Mark on Twitter. His handle is at 1981spur. Uh, so if you haven't done that already, uh, give him a follow. Uh, again, uh, anyone who wants to tweet me or ask me any questions or any comments, at LTalkTottenham. That's my Twitter handle. Uh, we back talking about the West Ham game at some point before the Sheffield United game. Um, thanks for listening. Come on, you Spurs.